I love all things skin and rejuvenation. I love to help the client figure out what to do at home and also what to do in clinic. I also love to teach the fellow aesthetic doctor, aesthetic nurse, and med spa owner how to do what I do as well. If you are an aesthetic practitioner, clinic owner, head on over to buildingyourbeautybrand.com where I have a free training, register for it, and you can also hop on a call with myself and a colleague and we can help support you in your quest to supporting others achieve and receive powerful rejuvenation outcomes. Again, if you are an aesthetic practitioner or med spa owner, head on over to buildingyourbeautybrand.com and I look forward to guiding you in helping you achieve and receive powerful rejuvenation outcomes for your patients in your clinic. Enjoy today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. Welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to today's live recording right here on the Rachel Varga podcast. In today's show, we are going to learn about bone broth and its linkages to the skin, slowing aging, and much, much more. I love consuming warm beverages. It's really important for me to feel calm and regulated. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And today's guest is a lovely woman. We have Melissa Bologna joining us here on the show. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She is the founder and CEO of Beauty and the Broth, very similar to the second show that I have, The Beauty and the Biohacker, very cute uh, synchronicity there. She is a beauty and wellness brand offering shelf-stable, direct-to-consumer bone broth that's carefree, convenient, and customizable. Growing up in both the United States and Peru, Melissa was immersed in dual cultures, which led her to appreciate various approaches to natural beauty and expressions of creativity. After completing education in international marketing in Paris, she decided to pursue acting and went on to lead a successful career alongside many A-list actors in Hollywood and starring in more than 20 films. Working many years in the creative industry led Melissa to feeling exhausted and unmotivated, searching for a cure in all the wrong places. Melissa found herself at home with her family where her sister introduced her to bone broth. She immediately saw results, finding her energy levels increased, gut health improved, and her mind clear with purpose. Melissa soon got down to business in her own kitchen, testing countless ratios and recipes and figure out a way to bring flavorful collagen-rich bone broth to the masses. A natural entrepreneur, her mission is to provide convenient access to this magical elixir so that everyone has an opportunity to experience its benefits. After a year of development, Beauty and the Broth was perfected and launched in late 2020, delivering holistic healing and beauty broth inside and out. Melissa currently lives and works in Austin, Texas. In her spare time, she enjoys Pilates, cycling, playing chess, and backgammon, 
taking her pups to the park and also continues her longtime philanthropic endeavors. To learn more about this beautiful soul that's about to join us here on the show, head on over to thebeautyandthebroth.com, use promo code Rachel for special savings, or find Melissa on Instagram at Melissa Bologna. Her links will be in the description of this episode as well. Welcome, 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 Melissa, to the show. How are you today? Oh, I am doing great um, here in Austin, Texas. How are you doing? Wonderful. Great to connect. And we had a little uh, feminine share right before recording here, which will definitely be lended into today's episode, which is, uh, I'm really excited to do so. Consuming warm beverages is something that's really important to me when I want to feel more safe and secure and calm, which are all very important qualities, which lend to us being more in our feminine as women. And the gents are going to get a lot out of this too for the skin and all of that as well. So Melissa, I would love for you to tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah. So it's not a very conventional story, which makes it very interesting. I was born in Connecticut, raised in New Jersey, lived in Lima, Peru for two years. My dad's Peruvian and then moved back to New Jersey I went to college in New York where I studied international marketing and business. And while I was there, I did a little pivot. I was taking some acting classes and I, and I took um, a drama class and would do auditioning in high school. So I always had, you know, the flair for the dramatics, if you will. And growing up in New Jersey, I had no family in California, no family in the acting business. I would run around telling people I was going to be an actress and didn't really know why. I just, I just thought that yeah, I would throw that out into the universe. And so the universe answered. And when I was in my last year of school, I did study abroad in Paris, France. And while I was there in my last year, I took acting classes in English on the side And that's when I saw a lot of my peers, they were going to um, take a year or two off to travel, which is a very European thing, instead of joining the workforce. So I said, okay, let me put on this international marketing and business on hold and internationally market myself (laughs) in the acting industry. So after I graduated, I moved to California. Um, During this time, I had struggles with my gut health since a child, like it followed me um, even in middle school, I, I almost got help back from school. I was in and out of the hospital. They couldn't figure out what was wrong. It was good old fashioned digestive issues. Months into it, a doctor found like an x-ray where I was just backed up like a toilet, if you will. And, you know, stool wasn't passing through my intestines. because it, it had, you know, a lot of stress on it. And I, I just really suffered from poor digestion. Cut to moving to L.A., um, getting really deep into beauty because I felt a lot of pressure to stay, you know, with nice hair, nice skin, everything in the acting industry, because you are effectively your own product. And while I did this for many years, my gut health that I struggled with caught up with me because I used to think way back when that health was okay. I'm looking in the mirror. Okay. You look healthy. You look you look relatively thin. And I used to think that was health. And what I learned from this whole journey and my health health journey is that it's so much more. Um, So when I was in California acting, my sister, Michelle, 
was living in New York. She kept trying to get me to try bone broth to help with these digestive issues I kept complaining about. And it gave me really bad brain fog. And that's when I was visiting her in New York and I tried some bone broth. And at first I wouldn't try it because I'm like, that's gross. Why would I try something with the word bone in it to like, how do I get more? <laughs> and then the idea for beauty and the broth came from a little bit of selfishness. Where then back in California, I wanted to continue that routine that I had going with her, working out and going to get bone broth hot on the go. And then in California, I was like, hold on a second. There's not many places to just go grab it hot on the go. And in New York, they have many places like that are just for bone broth. So that's where the idea came from. And then initially, once again, just like that young girl that was like, oh, I have no family in California, I'll never be an actress to I went and was an actress with the bone broth company, I was thinking, I'll just do a little pop up shop at the end of my street to what has become a company that ships to all over the United States to your front door, and you can have it hot on the go wherever you live. Um, so that's how my journey got started. And what I really loved, I, I mean, th there's a lot to talk about with the entrepreneurial journey. Um, being a female entrepreneur <laughs> and also what bone broth did for me that was something that really was a huge motivating factor in creating this company when it fixed my digestive issues and I'm someone who since I was 25 started getting Botox and the second I started incorporating bone broth that timer that would go off like oh my gosh I better get to the doctor before people see all my little smile lines um, went away. So that really shocked me that a beverage could do that. And then when I made bone broth kind of my world and try to learn everything I could about it, it was very easy for me to see why that all occurred. What a beautiful story. And I'm glad that you tied in the rejuvenation aspects. There's a, a few things I'd love to uh, dive a little deeper into your story. Uh, first of all, I recently walked the runway at an event and here I am alongside LA Fashion Week models and I started speaking to some of them and one of them was a acupuncturist and then one of my other girlfriends, uh, she's in the health and wellness space with hyperbaric chambers, Anna. So I started to notice something about women in beauty, a lot of women in beauty that are actresses or models and things like that. You don't want to write them off, right? No, you don't want to write them off. Because what I'm noticing is these beautiful women are showing up, they're in their feminine energy, they're doing things like honestly, being on set, walking the runway, doing photo shoots, it's all very glamorous. You get your hair and makeup done. It's like playtime for <laughs> a woman. And it's just really lovely seeing women like yourself and other women that I met recently that are doing these things, they enjoy them. And then they also have these other facets to themselves in their professional life too. So I love seeing that. And also I wanted to ask you, looking back on your story with digestive issues, did you ever consider parasites that very likely was not brought to your attention with the Western model? And there is a huge linkage between parasites and healthy skin and gut. So. I'd almost put that together because your gut got better, you had less inflammation on your skin and started to see less of a need for rejuvenation procedures, which is also something I've experienced myself too. Can you expand on that and parasites? Yeah. So 
I wish I knew now what I knew then. And if, if I was me then, or the type of, you know, if you start digging into things as obviously you've done and I've done, it, it's so much more that goes into it than what the doctors tell you. Um, and what was kind of crazy, I was a kid, so I was under my mom's um, rule, if you will. And, you know, I, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that our generation, our parents aren't, as equipped with, you know, with, I think our parents really listened to the doctors back then because so much more information and science and data has come out since. And what they told my mom, what they literally, this was crazy. I was not a depressed kid. They put me on antidepressants to relieve the stress of the intestine, knowing I was not depressed, knowing that that had nothing to do with it. And they did it not for depression, but to treat my gut. So I just remember when I was a kid, I didn't understand. And I remember just like being like a little mad because well, I started losing all this weight and I became real thin. And my mom was like, is everything OK? And I'm just like, yeah, it's the freaking medicine I'm on. And then I started to look into it and I'm like, why the hell am I on antidepressants? And I, I didn't know it then, but I looked into it as an adult and I see in the doctor's mind why the doctor did that for my gut and but i'm not someone who believes you should it ruins your gut microbiome if you go on all these medicines so i'm not i think that a lot of these things could be treated through the gut and through diets and i think parasites could have been a very likely possibility because i was a very young girl and to be in and out of the hospital like that a very healthy girl that was playing sports and everything it would not surprise me i'd be really interested to know if that was indeed the root cause of these issues. Mm -hmm. I'm writing a paper right now on parasites in the skin and different skin rashes, different types of specific forms of breakouts are actually linked to these types of uh, things accumulating in the body. And the nice thing about what you're doing with uh, a bone broth product to support the gut is when the gut is strong it's not going to be as hospitable for things like yeast, fungi, toxins, mold, and of course, parasites. And if you've been a longtime listener here on the show, you know that I'm a huge fan of detoxing and just clearing things out literally a couple times a year, taking certain things once a month around the full moon when these things can actually become a little bit more active because they're mainly water-based. These are important practices for your cognition as well and mood. So I'm sure a number of you listening here may have children that are experiencing digestive issues, and this could be a little bit of a wake-up call. Of course, this isn't medical advice. This is educational information only. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. However, in my talks with parasitologists, we're talking 40-year veterans in this space. They are speaking at conferences. However, in the Western uh, community in nursing and uh, physician education, we get like a page on parasites in four years of education and nursing, and then obviously six in med school, um, maybe a little bit more in that when you're looking at the tropical uh, disease training portion of uh, medical school. So I think a lot of people just don't know about this stuff in the, in the medical community. And to be like, okay, this should be a first line of action. Let's start with a detox cleanse to clear out organisms instead of going the route you did. So good for you for getting off of those 
um, medications for depression because it could have been parasites messing with your central nervous system too. Totally. And as a kid, it registered for me. Like I, 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 like I said, my perspective of health back then was way different than it was today. I was, I always had like, you know, struck throat and I was constantly on like Leviquin, but so that didn't register, but re what registered to me, I'm like, why am I on this? I'm not depressed. And like I said, looking into it as an adult, like I saw the correlation, but to me, it's still bonkers that they would treat a young kid with that. Yeah, the body kind of always knows, right? Yeah. We just have to listen. We really have to take time and quiet the noise around us and just really go within and what's going on. What is your intuition telling you? And I love that you saw the changes with your skin too and became less reliant on in-clinic procedures. I mean, they still have a place. Don't get me wrong. The at-home and the in-clinic, they really do have a place together, which is what I guide my one-on-one -on -one clients with. So speaking of the brain and all of that, I would love for you to expand, Melissa, on your understanding of why is our gut called the second brain and why is it so crucial to take care of it for optimal health and slowing cellular aging? So what I love about bone broth, like bone broth to me works in tandem with the gut's magic in itself. Like bone broth will go in and line the gut and give you the nutrients, but why it works has to do with the gut being healed itself. And a healed gut, um, to me, is just like limitless. Like, first of all, anxiety and depression comes from the gut. So a lot of people could fight anxiety and depression all their life. But if they do, you know, a good old fashioned, like a real deal cleanse of the gut, I've had people... Um, that, you know, swear by gut health, swear by things like bone broth or whatever makes their gut healthy. And they it completely transformed them, got them off all these medications. So that's number one. And gut feelings is a thing. Like it's not just an expression. Your emotions and everything come from the gut. So those feelings you say, your body knows everything that also comes from the gut. And when you are stressed out, your gut almost like acts like it's almost like um, eating like very like greasy, greasy food, like the connectivity to the brain is almost damaged when you're very stressed out, having that communication. And when when you intake collagen, it, it goes to and proteins through your gut, it goes to all the places it needs throughout your body. And when you turn about 30 years old, your body stops producing collagen, and it starts to deplete. So getting a great source of collagen directly into your gut into your gut line and keeping the lining super tight, because the more bad digestion you have, the more holes come through. And then that's also where chronic inflammation occurs, where food could seep through, and then that could lead to severe chronic illness over time. So making sure your gut is regulated is arguably as important, in my opinion, as keeping your brain regulated, because I, I really don't believe you could have poor gut health and have a healthy brain. It, it could lead to one symptom I personally saw was awful brain fog. And I, I'm on like a, a separate journey from where I began with this company with like a whole mold um, protocol. But even just seeing like my journey with the mold and it colonizing parts of my gut and, and seeing the correlations on my tests of my gut health, 
um, compared to with the mold test and seeing how it kind of like gave me a lot of fatigue and, and burnout in some ways. It, it's crucial to keep a healthy gut and to treat all your ailments, see what could be done through the gut first, because a lot of times I would say nine times out of 10, there's direct correlation and linkage. Yes, absolutely. What I love is this concept of being brainy and beautiful. Yeah. And I started to notice that uh, certain people were coming to me for rejuvenation and, you know, I was giving them enhancements and all these things, getting the skin looking better. However, in conversation, they weren't really as coherent as I would like to see them and the brain fog, right? So when you're having a conversation with someone and they're having difficulties with recalling, if you're experiencing this, if you're midway conversation and you're kind of stumbling to find the words to convey something in a conversation, this is a sign of what you would consider brain fog and very likely a uh, there's a linkage there. So why is bone broth helpful for beauty and slowing aging? So there's, I'm someone that loves data. Like I, I've gotten like more and more like woo woo, but I need to see the facts. Like I'm a big fan of Joe Dispenza because he enters like a woo woo world, but he backs it up with facts. So what I love about bone broth is it's been around since caveman days. And to me, it's very practical. It makes sense. They hunted the animal. They used it to feed their families. They used it to create shelter. They used it to create clothing. And they even used the bones to break it down in the cook process and heal themselves from battling wild animals and, and, and whoever else. Um, and why does this happen when they boil down the bones? So when you boil down the bones on a low and slow cook for bone broth over a long duration of time, um, the bone starts to break down during the cook process. And that's where the magic happens. And that's where you get a lot of gelatin, which is cooked collagen. So why bone broth is helpful for beauty and slowly aging is what I mentioned earlier, that when you turn about 30, your body just stops producing collagen. That's it. It's done. And there's a lot of, you know, different powders on the market. It's become a really hot thing the past few years, collagen powders. But what I like about bone broth is it's a more a viable option for your body to receive collagen. It's pretty much taking the collagen, sticking a straw in your gut and mainlining real natural occurring collagen directly from a bone source, not grinded down into your gut. So it's the best way for your body to receive collagen and to receive it also like, you know, the temperature wise, it goes into your body generally warm. You could have it cold too, but it's the best way, in my opinion, for your gut to receive collagen. So then collagen is the scaffolding to our skin. It holds it up. It's in, in all of our joints. So it's not just our faces, it's our whole bodies and the way we move. So the fact that you're giving your gut this natural occurring collagen completely slows down the aging process because your clock, your clock, if, if you're 30 and above has stopped producing collagen. Now you're giving your body what it needs um, to keep that process uh, prolonged and, and going. Mm -hmm. I'd love to just do a little PSA here. I want everybody listen up. All right. Here is a big warning. And also to have realistic expectations about taking collagen powders. 
you need to know who is making it. Okay. Who's the people behind it? Are they good people? That's why I love to get to know people like we did before recording, going to different networking events, and really get a sense of the people behind these companies. I'm really particular about that. So you need to know who's making it. You need to know the source and the type and ensure it's the ideal type for you. So one of the, my favorite ways to test out what type of bone broth and collagen could be most helpful because it comes from various different sources. It comes from beef, it comes from poultry, it comes from porcine, and it also can come from fish. And now you can get super hyper-focused on ensuring you're getting the right ideal type for you. And you can actually see one of my favorite gut health intelligence test kits on my favorites page called Viome, which Melissa, you probably know about as well. Yeah, And that I helped yeah, it helped to point me into the right direction of specifically what type of bone broth is ideal for me. So for me, um, I tend to do well with both uh, beef and also poultry bone broth. I don't eat a lot of chickens. I eat more eggs. I do uh, bone broth from that. So we can get into the ideal types and also just have realistic expectations about taking a collagen yeah. because it's not going to just magically deposit itself into a wrinkle it will be distributed through the rest of the body. And what what's your take on the different types of collagens on the markets? And do you have any favorites? So I'm a huge fan. Obviously, I'm a little biased. I'm a huge fan of bone broth. There are some, there are some marine collagens I really like. Like I know uh, my friend Jenna, um, she has a company, Agent Nature. She made a, a I'm going to say skew, my, my little... Uh, <laughs> manufacturing had she made a bone uh, not bone broth she made a collagen um that you know really reputably sourced has a bunch of different collagens has you know some marine collagen so i like that um but for me personally what works with me is good old-fashioned bone broth and what like from beef or chicken well, i do beef and chicken mm -hmm, and I find that they both do wonders for me. But one thing I will say is you are what you eat. And as much as bone broth can help you and can help your digestion and ha can help with collagen, it's, it's nothing if it's not reputably sourced because you're not going to get benefit out of a sickly, not to be like gross here, but out of it, an animal that's lived a bad life, that's sickly and a depressed animal, th that that manifests in the animal's body. And I'm sorry, but it very it's prevalent in their bones. And this has nothing to do with like spirituality. It just is what it is. It needs to be reputably sourced. Um, so you really need to make sure that the bone broth, and you have to be careful because this actually bothers me too. In the supermarket, we'll say organic, we'll have all the buzzwords, uh, low sodium, whatever. You got to flip it around. You got to make sure it has the USDA organic seal, especially for the beef. The chicken, even though it has a USDA organic seal, is regulated by the FDA. So even though it says USDA for the chicken, it's actually regulated by the FDA. How do I know this? Because I deal with it day in and day out. Um, but if the beef says USDA organic, that's the first step. Beef, they take it very, very, I mean, they take the chicken seriously too, but the beef is really hardcore. So I would make sure it's USDA organic, 100% on the beef. I would look at the ingredients. I would try and like dig into the company's website, see where it's sourced from, make sure it's antibiotic and hormone free, make sure it's grass fed, grass finished, 
uh, because these things are really important for your body to receive collagen. Otherwise, it's a bit of snake oil, of powders, bone broths, whatever. You need to make sure that you're getting it from a good source. So I, I'm glad, too, that you said it in the same vein as powders because it's for sure the same with bone broth as well. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So do you remember before we went live here that the only time I have my live streams have an issue is when we're talking about certain things. So some buzzwords that are getting thrown around or like tree and all these things. Uh, so that's what does happen on these live streams, which, which is frustrating, right? We're just having informational, educational conversations. This isn't medical advice. This is educational information only. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. That's to the uh, algorithm out there. Uh, it's just so frustrating for me trying to create content to help people. And then you see the, you know, little AI tendrils getting in there. It's like, nope. They're USDA and they're like, cut it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really frustrating and whatever. It's, it's something that we will be rising above this. Don't you worry. All right. So thank you for answering the question. I, I agree. Um, beef bone broth type products, like what you're making are great. Chicken can be convenient if you've just like made dinner and things like that. But I don't eat a lot of chicken, to be honest. And it's exactly why what you talked about. The regulations aren't as good about that. So thank you. I'd love to talk about, okay, now we're going to lighten things up a little bit. How can, we're going to warm things up a little bit. <laughs> How can warmth and nourishing beverages help us be in our more feminine state? And also maybe even potentially help us regulate our nervous system by being more warm, cuddly, and cozy. I love it. So I'm glad you brought this up. It definitely makes me feel more feminine regulated for a couple of reasons. A, the warmth, obviously, and you feel safe and protected and cozy. Um, and another reason it makes me feel regulated, especially after I work out, okay, I feel like a little bit on the manly side, like because I'm just like hungry and I want to eat everything in sight after I work out. So when I have bone broth, it like kind of like calms me down, takes me down a notch, makes me feel safe. Doesn't make me feel as I guess like rabid hungry, like curbs my initial um, craving and angst for wanting, um, you know, a large meal. Um, so it keeps me, you know, like petite in portions. Wonderful. One of the things I find about warmth, um, being from Canada, is that I started to realize that being cold really puts our bodies into more of a survival state, which isn't good long term. So if you are living in a colder climate or you're listening to this and it's the fall and winter time, get yourself warm and cozy to actually, I'm just, I'm just going to flat out say it. I'm more intuitive and more empathic when I'm in a warm, safe, comfortable space. That's why I love saunaing so much. That's why I love taking baths. That's why even when I'm making like a protein shake, I actually mix it and have it warm. I drink more warmer water. That's also in alignment with uh, traditional Chinese medicine and actually consuming more warmer liquids. So if you're drinking more colder beverages, I want you to rethink that it could be actually dysregulating your nervous system to a degree as well. 
For sure. That's another thing, helping to regulate the nervous system. It's, it's so true um, that that really is like what keeps us feeling safe and us feeling safe is, is a huge part of keeping stress down, keeping feminine and keeping our HRVs high. Sorry, my. <laughs> yeah, uh, she has a furry animal in the background there. Perfect. Thanks for meeting Sorry, yourself. My sweet little uh, Bernadoodle w- woke up from her slumber. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about nervous system regulation. Yeah, I was right. like, let's keep this to a minimum. Okay. <laughs> oh, we got the animals in the house on the call too. Exactly. All the always know what's up. Yeah, feeling safe as a woman is really important. I mean, men are always, they're in their masculine, they're the providers, they're the protectors, they're, they're there to hold things down. And when, you know, you're a woman, and you don't have that, right, it's, it's important to make sure that you are keeping yourself in that more warmer, feminine, grounded state. I mean, what could be more grounding for your body than drinking bone broth, which is the most solid aspect of our body as well. So you're almost in a, in a essence, um, participating in making your body stronger by that. I love bone broth. It's, it's delightful. When I have it before bed, I actually always sleep better as well. It's true. I'll have it. I'll have it before bed. I'll have the chicken generally before bed. And it's like nourishing. It's, it's like chicken soup, right? Like grandma's chicken soup, mom's chicken soup, whoever's chicken soup. And it's such a comforting feeling. And then, like I said, I'll have it after a workout. And in the morning, I'm not like a breakfast person. Bone broth's my breakfast. I'll have bone broth and or a smoothie. And it, it just makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel safe. It makes me feel nourished. Makes me feel regulated. Yes. And if we're going to dive just a little bit deeper in bone broth and the sleep, it's the glycine that's actually really helpful for supporting the sleep, getting those trace vitamins and minerals that are coming out through the bone marrow. Bone marrow is very dense part of the bone that when you're boiling it, that's what you're releasing. If you're new to bone broth, most listeners, I'm sure on the show, they understand that, but you, you just don't always know, right? So how else do you like to use bone broth in your daily routine? So all, so aside from just having it as a drink, there's times where either I'll add to it, I'll add some ghee in it, I'll add some freshly squeezed lemon, or I will literally use it in cooking. And to me, it's the ultimate cooking hack because what can't you use it in? I'll make it as a soup base. And it's, it's a bit of a hack because it has other ingredients in it, like turmeric and ginger, Uh, The beef has like leeks and mushrooms. So it kind of, instead of buying all those items, you have it all USDA organic in your stews. Um, Or this is kind of a bizarre way to use it, but I've had customers and I've adopted this myself. Any sort of leftovers you have, pouring it on the leftovers, it makes it so succulent. You're getting the same benefit and it tastes amazing. Or I'll just use it and I'll even like bake cookies with some beef bone broth in it. I will sometimes put it in a smoothie. I I just make sure that I get bone broth every single day, um, no matter how I'm getting it. But to me, the quickest way is a drink, but I know everyone has like their own palate, which is why I wanted to make something that was really customizable. And that's why we have a very special format, um, being in concentrated format. So we take the water out so that the end user customer puts the water in. And an average cup of bone broth you'd find at the store or what have you 
is three to five bricks, which is the measure of solid components in bone broth. So it's really like the strength of it. In our um, pouches, it's 25 bricks. So do what you will with it. Break it down with water. Have your bone broth that way. Maybe you like it weaker. Maybe you like it stronger. Or you could use that concentrate, like I said, in your cooking. Um, that way it's not like a whole lot of like watered down broth. And you can almost use it as a paste to, to whatever it is cooking wise you're trying to achieve. Beautiful. So you're reducing the need for adding extra salt or extra spices. And actually, when we're talking about mold, certain spices can yeah. even peppers can be um, spices. Yeah, high in mold. So I think this is great to share a quick little tip here for leftovers and the skin that I actually learned after two pretty rough car crashes dealing with headaches, there's inflammation in the body for sure after that with the brain. And one of my nutritionists, Justine Sanger, she's been on the show here. She's big into the biohacking and fat space. She's great. You guys should connect. She actually shared with me something that I found really interesting about leftovers. After about 24 hours, the leftovers start to degrade and release histamines. So if you're dealing with acne, hyperpigmentation, dry skin, laxity to the skin, or flushing, redness sensitivity watch your histamines. If you have a propensity to headaches, um, achiness in your body, watch your histamines. So I love the tip of kind of warming up your bone broth, putting it over your food. It's kind of rehydrating the food a little bit. Just avoid those, uh, those leftovers over 24 hours. I'm really excited to continue on our conversation, Melissa. We're going to be having a live coming up, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, full transparency, I haven't yet had the chance to try your products. However, between now and when we go live on another social media platform, uh, I'll definitely be sharing uh, what I found about about your product, things that I loved. We'll be super transparent about that. So you're going to want to tune in and everyone can learn more about Melissa Bologna at thebeautyandthebroth.com. Use promo code Rachel to save on your next order and be sure to follow Melissa at Melissa Bologna, B-O-L-O-N-A on social media, your wealth of information. And do you have any closing words for our talk today? Yes, I think we left it at an amazing point where between now and the live, you're going to try the bra. So it's a bit of a cliffhanger. It's really an arc to our story. I might and, have done that on purpose. Yeah, right. <laughs> now people have to watch the live and find out. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I'm so glad we had this conversation. There was so much I loved sharing and, and stuff I learned from you and most importantly, having ourselves feel safe and nourished to be healthy and happy individuals. And be these beautiful feminine goddesses. Yes, that's yes. number one priority. <laughs> yes, yeah, stepping away from that over-masculine programming and being more warm and comfortable, safe and secure in our bodies. Uh, obviously, the ladies and the gents can take something from that as well. Uh, these are just things that, that both Melissa and I were talking about pre-recording. It's always the juicy parts, you know, <laughs> right before we hit that record and then right after we end the broadcast. So I'm looking forward to our next conversation. What did we say offline? Maybe we'll share it on the live. <laughs> there we go. There we go. A little bit of that mystique, right? <laughs> yes, a little bit. 
<laughs> Wonderful. I had a great time having you here on the show, Melissa. I look forward to connecting with you again and trying your products because I really notice a difference when I take uh, bone broth and my skin. And I've done some some like self anecdotal studies when my favorite collagen, I'm on it, and then I take a break from it, and then I I notice what happens. And just what you notice with not needing as much rejuvenation, uh, you were supplementing your collagen, and the the we basically want to give our bodies what they need to create the scaffolding of the collagen in our skin. We want to activate those fibroblasts to make that elastin and collagen, which is also what dermal rolling does too, which is great. And certain lasers on the market too for promoting collagen. You're not going to make good collagen if you're not having the right cofactors on board to support your body in that neocollagenesis phase that can come with skin rejuvenation. And using products topically skincare-wise, like say, for example, retinol and vitamin A, that also help with that too. You got to be able to have those building blocks there, those amino acids, which is what bone broth does. So thank you so much for your time today, Melissa. Thank you so much, Rachel. Really appreciate it. Have a great day. Wonderful. And we will see everyone again right here on the Rachel Vargo podcast. If you have any questions for me in regards to skin and which skincare products could be ideal and optimized for you with your at-home skincare, dermal rolling routines, at-home peels, hair care, grooming, I've got you covered. Book your one-on-one with me at rachelvarga.ca. Use promo code podcast15 for special savings. Love to see you there. Be sure you also join Skin Camp with my next Skin Camp starting this weekend where I take you behind the scenes into my restroom and actually show you how to use your products, skincare, makeup, hair care, grooming. We talk about biohacking. We talk about women's wellness, men's wellness too, and how we can essentially slow aging through advanced protocols that I do not share for free anywhere else except from there. And Melissa, I saw your wheels turning like, oh, that sounds fun. I know. I'm like, wait, this sounds great. I love that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, the links to register for Skin Camp are in the description of this episode, as well as everything is at rachelvarga.ca. Have a wonderful rest of your day, everyone. Feel warm, feel comforted, be safe, and most of all, most importantly, continue to be the high vibe, radiant, beautiful human that you can be here today. Have a great day, everyone. And thank you, Melissa, for joining us on the show. Thanks.